Welcome to the God-Centered Recovery Podcast brought to you by Narrowgate Ministries. This podcast is dedicated to giving you a God-centered approach to recovery and to life. Follow along. Let's get started. Welcome back, men, to the God-Centered Men's Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Tim Holloway. Glad to be back at you again. Happy Thursday. I hope you're enjoying your week. Uh, If you're new here, this is a podcast dedicated to Christian men inside of recovery to live an awesome spirit-filled life. So if that is you, then welcome. So we're going to continue on our topic. I'm really, really excited about this topic. It has been one of the foundational truths inside of my life that that produce um, very positive results. So we're going to be reading in uh, Luke chapter 10, and uh, it says this in verse 18, I saw Satan fall like uh, lightning from heaven. I give you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that that spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Man, that is a, a powerful scripture. Before that, Jesus sends out 72 men. And sends them to to preach the gospel and to heal the sick, and uh, he pronounces uh, you know judgments on on different cities that uh, refuse to hear the message of the gospel and such. And then what begins to happen is that the seventy two come back and they are they are excited they're ex- they're ecstatic, and uh, and they talk about. Um, that even um, evil spirits are subject to them. And this is where Jesus talks about, behold, I seen uh, Satan fall from like, like lightning out of heaven. And what this reminds me of is something that John talked about, and that is, he said, uh, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And so I want to talk about this for a minute because it's really relevant to this overcoming of, of the evil inside of our lives. So when when I when I what I want you to think of when when you hear the word enemy is I want you to think of lies. Because here's here's the reality of the evil that we face. It is it is is truth against lies. And since the beginning of time, man knew this intuitively and understood the concept of good and evil, that one was truth, that one was light. And you come into the light and, and, and honesty and vulnerability of the, who, your, who your real self is. And you let your deeds be exposed and, and, and you just open to, to the light, to the truth. Now, the lies is something far different. That is, that is something that you hold on to that's detrimental to your life and you, and you stay over in this darkness and you hide and you wear masks and you pretend and all of these things. And so we see this in the beginning of Fall of Man that, that Adam had the opportunity to um, come to the light and to stay in the light, but he chose to, uh, of course, believe a lie and begin to act that out in his behavior and then receive the consequences of it. After the disobedience, we see that he began to run and he began to hide and he began to mask and he began to live in lies. And so I say all that to say this is that the enemy that we're facing is a lie. And that is, it is a partial truth. It is it is falsehood, 
and it is a lie. You look at anything in your life that is not going well, uh, and I can guarantee you that there is some lie, there is some false belief attached to that. And so as we talk about the enemy today, think about the, the detrimental belief systems, think about the lies, and think about your addiction. Think about the the area of your life that you struggle with and let that be um, the enemy that we're talking about this morning. So in John 4, 4, he said, you have overcome them. You have overcome them. And I want to focus on this word have uh, because it's really important because it is a past tense scenario. It is something that you have that you hold and maintain as a possession right now, that you have this privilege, you have this entitlement, you you hold it, you have obtained it. Now, it's very important that we get the verbiage because this is a past tense scenario that has taken place. He says, you have overcome them. Now, many of us, say in a future day that, you know, someday I'm going to overcome this mountain that I'm facing. Someday I'm going to overcome these lies, or someday I'm going to overcome this enemy that has been attacking me. And that's not the way that God wants us to live. And that's not real faith. Real faith says I have and hold as my possession right now. You see, when when we believe that something happened in a past tense scenario that has already taken place, then the struggle to earn it is over. And that is, we're not looking to a future day that maybe someday I, I will be free. Maybe someday I will overcome the wicked one. Maybe someday I'll, I will uh, stand in a place where I defeat all these lies. And we put everything into the future. And of course, it never takes place because we don't understand that it has already happened, past tense. So you are of God, little children, is a statement in saying, you know what, you belong to his family. You are his child. You are in this royal family. You are, are, are a prince, a son of a king, and you have, past tense, overcome them. It's really important that we look at our problems and say, you know what, I have already overcome this, even if you're in the middle of it. Because your freedom has been purchased 2,000 years ago. The proclamation has went forth that you are free and that you are an overcomer. Now, if we don't want to believe that, then we won't experience the reality of it. But we have to believe that we have and hold it as a possession in our hands right now at this moment. And so let's go into this word overcome. The first word is to subdue. And that is to bring under your control, especially by exertion of your will. And this idea of victory, this idea of conquering and overcoming and all of these words that I'm about to talk about is a past tense scenario that has already taken place. That your enemy is under your feet. Now, whether you believe the enemy is under your feet um, determines whether you experience the reality of it, but it doesn't change the truth nonetheless. So we have to see our enemy. We have to see those lies. We have to see those problems, those mountains as under our feet because that is the reality of the situation. 
So subdue, to bring under your control. Past tense, this has already happened, that any form of uh, evil, of lies, and all of these things are under your control, and that you need to stand and rise in your authority. The second word is conquer, and that is to gain mastery over. That is to win by overcoming obstacles and oppositions. I want you to understand this thoroughly, that the battle has been won. That the, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ has subdued and conquered the enemy. And that when Jesus said, behold, I seen Satan fall like lightning out of heaven. And then he said, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents. That he was saying that the the power of the lies has been broken. That you are in a new position, a new realm, a new place of authority, a new power, where if you walk in it, you will subdue, you will conquer, and you will overcome those things um, that are causing you trouble. The next word was overcome, um, prevail, and victory. So the five words... Subdue, conquer, overcome, prevail, and victory. And all of those signify a success, that a struggle has happened and that the struggle led to success. And what we got to understand is that, that it has been accomplished for us and we begin to walk inside of that. You see, there's something called a, a triumphal uh, procession. And what that is, is back in the ancient days that when a king won a victory, they would come usually with the head of their enemy, right? And uh, display their head in open public and say, you know what? Nobody has to be scared of this enemy any longer, that the enemy has been defeated. And uh, now it's time for the victory celebration. Well, that's what the Bible says happened through what Jesus Christ has done. And that he has cut off the authority of the lies, of the addictions, of the problem, the mountain that you're facing, and that he has uh, fully decapitated it and has um, given you the victory and that you are now an overcomer. And this is an amazing reality that we have to grasp right now in this present tense and stop pushing pushing it out to a further day. So he says greater, John says greater, uh, because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. So you have this, uh, you have this victory, you hold it as a possession. Now it's your responsibility to believe it, to walk in it and maintain it. And the reason why is this word because now he said all this, that the, the, you have this victory and then because, this is a key word because he's saying, this is the reason. This is the reason why that uh, you have subdued. This is the reason why you can conquer. This is the reason why you have overcome and prevailed and have a victory right now is because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And that is there, there, there is a power. There is a spirit inside of you that is in higher rank that is in higher authority than the lies. The truth that has decided to take a residency inside of you is greater than 
any power of lies, mountain, temptation, trouble, pain that might come against you. This term greater than means that there's there's something that is huge on the inside of you, something that is remarkable and something that is highly effective, highly effective living on the inside of you. You know, when, um, you know, when you were in elementary school, you learned the greater than symbols, you know, and, and the little thing that eats, you know, the bigger number and all of these things. But what we got to understand is that the creator of the universe has decided to take a residency inside of us and that we are inhabited by a Holy Spirit and that that power that lives on the inside of us is greater than the lies. It's greater than any temptation that you are facing. It's greater than any addiction. We must believe that. So Luke 10, 18 says, you know, uh, I, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And this word fall is basically a, um, it means two things. Of course, it means to fall and it means to fail. These two words. And so Jesus saying, you know what? The evil, the enemy, the accuser has failed. And that means that the strength has been taken away, that he has been weakened, that he's no longer standing in in his normal functioning power. And that his plans and his ideas and everything that uh, that person of, uh, uh, person uh, 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 of falsehood has come to an end. It also means that he is inadequate and that he has become unsuccessful. It means all of these things. And it reminds me of the scripture that says, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And that is everything that evil, everything that falsehood, everything that's your enemy, everything that's your addiction, everything that has come against you doesn't have to prosper. And Jesus said he saw evil fall like lightning out of heaven. And that means to drop yourself into a lower position. That means that your rank has been stripped from you. That means that you have 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 lost the battle and have suffered ruin, defeat, and failure. This means that someone more powerful than you has stripped you of your office, has stripped you of your authority. And I want you to understand this for a minute, that man gave up his right when he decided to obey falsehood and that his authority was stripped from him and that he now became a servant um, to sin. But something took place. Jesus seen something take place where that authority was stripped and it was given back authority to man. And Jesus says this, I give you power to tread. I give you power to tread. And so I want you to look and name your problem. Whatever problem that you've been facing, it could be uh, perversions and pornography and, uh, and lust. It could be anger. It could be uh, any form of addiction that you might be facing and say, you know what? 
God has given me the power to tread over this. And that means I can trample this. That means I could destroy this. That means I can walk over this. That means I can move forward. You see, everything about treading, it says that I am going to walk on this and I'm going to begin to make steps and I'm going to begin to make progress. And that is the awesome idea of forward movement. That I'm not going to let this problem stop me. That I'm tired of living in this stuck state of not moving forward and not making progress. And that I'm going to believe the words of Jesus that he said that he has given me power to tread. And now I'm going to take up my authority and I'm going to make forward progress because I believe. Because I believe. So he said in plain words that the, the spirits are subject unto you. And this caused the, the people that he sent out to rejoice. And it's a truth that we have to have to grasp that if we rise in our identity as sons and as princes of the king, then we will begin to rise in our authority and understand that the problems that we face, the lies that we face, and the temptations and all of those things are subject unto me. That means three things. It means they are subordinate. That means they submit to me. That means they are under subjection. Subordinate means this, to occupy in a lower class and rank and position. That means that somebody is inferior to you. And that you are, and that that thing is controlled by the person who is in authority. And so the evil in your life will continue. The lies will continue. The everything that you're facing will continue if you don't understand that it is subordinate unto you. That means that you need to understand that you are in a position of power and authority and that you are in higher rank and higher class than that. And when you understand the idea of authority, you thoroughly understand that whatever is beneath you, you can uh, bring it into alignment with, um, with the will of God. And Jesus has placed evil and falsehood and lies underneath us. And so it's our choice whether we want to rise in our authority or not. It's, it's our choice whether we want to walk in that position or not. But here's what a lot of men do. They, they glorify the evil and they give the evil a lot of power. And we don't understand the position that, that, that the enemy is in and that is underneath you. And we glorify it and we give it a lot of power and, and, and we make it a mysterious and, and, and we glorify it and all of these things, not understanding that it is in a, in a position beneath us. You see, when Satan drew away one third of the angels, there's no way for him to grow his army and to grow his, his masses. He has what he has. And right now, I don't know how many billion people are on the earth, but to, to give you an, a, a reality, there's nowhere close to the amount uh, of falsehood that he has, of soldiers that he has, compared to 
the people that are inside the world. And I say that to say this is that he is completely outnumbered, completely outnumbered, and that his crown has been stripped off and he comes, you know, with the illusion of being powerful, but it's just simply not the case. You see, the Bible says he goes, he goes about like a lion, roaring, seeking whom he may devour. But what we got to understand about that lion is that he goes about like a lion. And that is under the pretense, under the lies, under the illusion, under, under the appearance of being something big and powerful, but he's really not. And because he has been stripped of any authority... My pastor used to say he goes about like a roaring lion, but but we don't understand that he doesn't have any teeth. But we 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 give him power when we release our power. And we give him authority when we fail to walk in our own authority. And when we think that we need to subordinate or submit to the lies. The second word is submit, and that is to yield yourself to authority and to the will of another and to surrender. And the last one is subjection. That is one who's placed under authority or control. And all of this has been accomplished. All of this has been done. Now, you don't hear this message much, but if you want to walk in a, a powerful recovery, you must see lies, falsehood, your enemy, your mountain, as in subordination to you, that it is under you and that you have authority over it. So what do we do with this truth? We say, I'm going to identify the lies that I'm believing. I'm going to identify the areas of my life where I believe that I don't have self-control. These are the, the areas where we're not rising in our authority. And we're seeing that we can't, uh, we can't overcome and we can't have victory in that area, not understanding that the victory has already been purchased. So I want to encourage you today to begin to walk in your power, walk in your authority, and understand that the battle that you're facing has already been won. And that you need to rise up in your authority and stand in your victory position and begin to be thankful for what God has done for you. I will see you tomorrow, brothers. Peace.